you're listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Andrea. My guest today is Josh Weichman, um, artist and founder of Genre, which is an arts and music festival in South Jersey uh, that debuted earlier this year. If you've listened to even one episode of Lefto since I have uh, taken over as host, that's really all you need to know to figure out why I asked Josh to join me on the podcast. Um, he's here to talk about Jonaru, hopefully his own art, to share a few songs with us, um, all that good stuff. Welcome to Left of the Dial, Josh Weichman. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's very exciting. Thank you so much for doing it. I'm excited to have you here. Um, uh, listeners know I am kind of obsessive about South Jersey, especially and in particular. So whenever I can get somebody on who's... Do you live in the area in South Jersey? Yes, I live in uh, Franklinville. I love to hear I don't, that. I don't... Most people don't know where that is. I usually say just south of Glassboro. Yeah, I um, I have... I, I grew up with good, good friends in Franklinville. So we're based out of Philly, but I'm South Jersey, like, yeah. big time. Yeah. So before we get into the songs that you brought today, and I'll say they're all artists who played uh, this year's genre. Can you tell folks a little bit about the festival? What made you decide you wanted to do it? Um, well, I mean, I'm an artist. I, I make all, all different kinds of art and I've been doing it for just over five years. And like most artists, I started doing different um different festivals and fairs and stuff and any vending opportunities and kind of early on in that process i just kind of thought uh, i can do this <laughs> <laughs> like i i can do this i can do it better and um I, I i'm just such a fan of music i wanted music to be involved so kind of my big vision was to have a giant art festival and uh awesome punk rock music so it's it's such a um cool way into it because i think a lot of times uh festivals like this start with the music and then art is like it's like well what's something we can have for people to do in between or while they're walking around and I love um, I know we're a music podcast obviously like I care about music more than just about anything but it's it's cool to to have the reverse there I think yeah I'm kind of doing it backwards but <laughs> whatever you're doing it your way that's all it's just yeah pretty pretty much um that does just kind of the from the beginning I just had to just do it my way and make it up. As well. <laughs> I'm still figuring it out, but it's going well. Did you kind of come up in the uh, sort of like DIY punk scene? Cause it kind of has that feeling to it from the outset anyway. Um, I did. I, I mean, when I was younger, I, I, I remember I got my first job at 16 just so I could buy concert tickets. <laughs> Cause I hate, I hated not having money mm -hmm. to, to go to the shows. Um, so I did go to like a lot of punk and ska shows and some hardcore shows. Um, but then like, as I guess in my early, right, if, right after high school, I guess I just started work and I got married kind of young. And, you know, I, I went for probably a decade without going mm -hmm. to a concert and, um, you know, just kind of few and far between like most people, I guess, mm -hmm. when they get older, they stop going. <laughs> but I think COVID kind of impacted me too with that. Like once you couldn't go to shows, <laughs> And then, like, once you lost that, it, I guess we took it for granted. Like, if a band you were you wanted to see was coming, but you were busy. You got to catch them next that. time. So, really, I, I'm, I know I'm driving my wife crazy. I've been going <laughs> to so many shows since, since COVID is, um, well, basically gone. As gone as it's ever going to yeah, be. Yeah, right. But, yeah, so it, it has been, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm 42 years old. So, it has been cool to kind of mentally rewind into that mm -hmm. concert environment and the, the inclusiveness of like a, the right punk show and um it's nice and it's cool because now that i am older and i guess you could say wiser like i i get to be a part of like hosting it so 
I know what I, I know what I want the finished product to be. So yeah, it's exciting. That's you know. that's really really cool. Do you remember? I'm I'm again, I'm listeners. I I don't know if I should apologize for this, but you heard me say South Jersey at the top of this episode, so you don't. Do you remember the first like local show you went to or where it was? Like in South Jersey? Yeah. Or Either, either one, but the first, like, one that was, like, like, I always say where you're, like, it's a show where you're, like, oh, people are putting this on. Like, the people in the room are the people kind of doing this thing, you know? Um, jeez. I mean, my my first show ever was at the Trocadero with the Melvins and L7. Hell <laughs> yeah. In, like, the early 90s. And, I, I mean, that had a huge impact on me just because at the time that was very small to me. Like, like wow, the band's right there, you know? Uh, I've seen many shows in much smaller rooms, but <laughs> um, for more of a DIY smaller thing, I think I think at some point when I was a teenager, somebody had a ska show like in Franklinville, which is like the middle of nowhere. Uh-huh. It was very strange. I don't know who it was. Like it was there was like eight people. <laughs> I believe that, but yeah, that's the difference, right? South Jersey, I feel like because it's a little more rural and a little more spread out, it's. I'm always interested to see like how people kind of came to the like uh, DIY slash kind of like punk scene that way. Cause North Jersey, they're like, Oh, this venue, that venue, these, you know, different yeah. halls and stuff. And it's a little less uh, obvious down here. You have to work for it a little harder to get involved. I think. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I'm getting too far ahead, but um, one of, one of the bands that we had at John Rue afloat, um, Gabby is the singer from them and they just start, she started, um, her own music collective, which is in South Jersey, um, head above water collective. And she's putting on a lot of shoes and stuff. So that's kind of exciting. I haven't been to any yet, but they're definitely smaller DIY events and they look really cool. So that, that's something on, uh, she's on Instagram and everything at head above water. So. Yeah. I'll link to everybody's everything in the show notes too. Um, uh, yeah, let's actually get into a song then. Do you want to start with a float? Yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. You um you sent over fake nice, so we'll listen to that and then um we'll catch you listeners on the other side.
Gabby was one of the people that reached out to me while I, while I was hunting for, <laughs> for bands. Now, now keep in mind, I had no idea how to book bands. So I, um, I approached it a lot of ways and learned some lessons, but, but she was one of the ones that reached out to me and uh, I just listened to everything she had on Spotify and I, I enjoyed it. And um, that, that, that was pretty much it. She, I, taking nothing away from the other bands, she was the greatest to deal with. She like communication wise, just very cool. Um, if I text her or something, boom, she'd get right back. And that went a long way for me as a, as a first, as a person throwing their first uh, music event where communication isn't always <laughs> great. With mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she was great. She was great to deal with. They came out, they, they did a great job. Um, I did stop and see them live at some venue in Vineland before that and they were great there too so I knew they'd be great at the festival so I was very happy well yeah they're a band I think they describe themselves as like moody emo music from New Jersey and I just I think that that's like I'm I'm really showing my age here but like a lot of times I don't know how to classify these bands (laughs) like I'm just like is it indie is it emo I I don't know I I, it's good yeah that's that's yeah I think that's where I'm at with it too I talk about it a lot that I think we've gotten it's it's interesting to me that we've gotten even, I think, more and more specific with like genre classifications, but we've mm-hmm. also, it seemed to me, like opened up what different genres are kind of like allowed, quote unquote, allowed to do, like what bands in different genres are allowed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, I think you saying that kind of segues nicely into another South Jersey band uh, that you. Um, sent over do you want to talk about skydiving by take today yes um which one skydiving uh, or you did send sky slash ska <laughs> i would love to talk about skydiving our listeners are really familiar with take today we've covered them they've done sessions they actually perform okay. skydiving in their uh session here so okay. so i would love to talk about skydiving since our listeners yes. have a kind of a basis for the original
guess I prefer ska dive, <laughs> <laughs> but they're but they're very good, and I'm very excited. I I guess by the time this airs, the um like the Catlight show will be over, but they're opening for Catlight, and I I think I read something about them having horns involved. So, um, but who's the other band that's playing? It's Bakai, and they're also we're big big fans of Bakai here. They've also done sessions here. Okay. Um, they don't. Have, I'm not too familiar with them. Bakai Rules. They're a DC band. Uh, you want to talk about a band that like it doesn't really have a genre? I don't even really know how to describe yeah. them, but they're a favorite of ours. They, you should absolutely check them out. Well, you'll yeah. are you going to be at the show on Friday? You uh, yeah, then yeah, then I'll you'll be. have to check them out. You won't have a choice. Yeah. You're going to love them. <laughs> they don't have a horn section, so I don't oh, know. Don't. No, so I did see that as well, and I don't know who's going to be. I think Joe tweeted something about having horns. I, I don't know. We'll be. I'll, I'll be surprised. Yeah, I think I did see the same thing, and I guess listeners will know better. Uh, we have a lot of Philly listeners who I'm assuming are going to be at the show, so you guys will know better than us right now because uh, you'll have already been there when you hear this. Yeah, I I um I went and saw saw them play down in Vineland actually with a float they played. Oh, cool. And I I talked to Joe for a while afterwards, and I remember him telling me about the the uh, Jawbreak cover and stuff. I'm not familiar with them either. I hit. I I think I told Joe I'd check them out. I don't think I ever did. So I, I'm gonna write that. I'm gonna write Wait, that. Wait, Jawbreaker or Take Today? Jaw Jawbreaker. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I followed up on that. It's hard to you know you you talk about and discover so many yeah. new bands. It's Jawbreaker is one of those bands where like uh, they're not. I almost said they'll change your life, and I am probably just being somebody who I've loved them for so long that I, I don't know how they couldn't, so don't go in. Yeah, they've been around, oh, right? I yeah, mean. forever. They're like, um, you know, all of your favorite punk bands who are less than 35 years old will probably list them as one of their influences. Um, gotcha. They're they're fantastic. I actually saw them with Joe in uh, – New York a little while back. We went up and uh, okay. they like came back around for the first time in a while. They have a yeah. really kind of crazy history. There's a really great book called Sellout by Dan Ozzy. He has a whole chapter about Jawbreaker in it that is like really fascinating. Mm -hmm. Just like a really weird kind of tumultuous, interesting story that they've got. And I would talk about Jawbreaker for all of Take Today's uh, <laughs> section here and they'll they'll be okay with that because they're very nice people. Um but uh, I don't think they have any shows coming up other than the one that has just passed that we can plug for them. But they're just a great South Jersey pop punk band. Did they or did you reach out to them for John Aru or did they? Um, well, well, I know I I I mean, I know Joe now, too, but I knew Don mm -hmm. through his wife from from doing oh, um, art events. Of course. Yeah. So that that's kind of how I met them. And um, I had them on my on my list of bands I was going to try to get. And but I was kind of following advice from some other people with booking the bands like start at the top. You know, we had like some bigger we, we had some wild bands we really tried to get uh -huh. like that were really expensive. <laughs> but um, some of them were too expensive. Some of them the um, scheduling just I fell short on something. So I really wasn't looking at the local bands too yeah. much right away and don actually reached out to me and i and i did tell him i was like look you, you're on my list i, I wanted i was going to get you guys but i've just been working so hard yeah. 
trying to deal with these others and and then soon after that we got them so that's cool um it, it was exciting uh, and they were, they were great they did really good yeah so. they're they're a great band they've had a big year they've had a big like back half of their year so you kind of caught them yeah early on that which is cool yeah 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 i know they blew up a little bit on social media when when uh scott skydiving came yeah. out um, that, that was cool yeah it's um, a fun cool it was exciting yeah and you can tell that like they're, you know, uh, a band. Uh, Joe, especially. I don't know about the rest of the of the folks in that band, but um, you can tell it's like a genuine ska fan. Really, like understood yeah. what you, that you couldn't just kind of like throw horns on top of a song yeah. and call it a yeah. yeah. Uh, and did did Esteban uh, Flores play on that? Yeah, tune? Esteban's yeah. on uh, keys, obviously. Um, Esteban, yeah, he's, he, he's awesome. He's. A, have you ever seen him live? Yeah, I I saw him at the um the album release uh show for Catholic. Oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah. And, uh philly mode right and he he was he was very very good very entertaining to watch uh so that that that's how, really where i became familiar with him from that show so they have two great it's esteban and then um kenny is the other person who plays they kind of depending on who where they are in the country and who can play you know when and they're both incredible i haven't seen the the second one play yet but um yeah whoever you can catch i mean you're gonna get a show for sure but yeah it's i mean uh take today did a really smart thing and just kind of like reached out to every like uh yeah. it's like because like brit and tim from Catbiter both on it. i think brit was on the original uh skydiving but okay. uh, brit and tim are both on it plus esteban on keys um who else oh yeah um the folks from uh flying raccoon suit andrew and brandon are both playing horns uh yeah, it's. I mean, it's like a little who's who of the. That, that sounds familiar. I think I re- remember reading that. I'm, I'm a big fan of them. Yeah, too, so. yeah, really smart. Um, I reached out to them for John Aru, but they were. I think I just missed them by like a couple of weeks. I think they played somewhere else in the area. Like, I, it wasn't able to work, but uh, maybe next time. <laughs> Scheduling like that is so. I don't. It's booking isn't it's something that i i think is really like interesting and cool and i kind of like try to poke my nose in where it doesn't belong with people a lot where i'm like hey do you think about yeah. as if that's something you can just yeah do but i still see how we've my um my other podcast uh we do a live show at house of independence uh we were doing it monthly but we do it here and there and we started having bands play take today actually played one of our shows and even just booking for that it's i mean literally one band once a month and it's yeah so i can't imagine getting all of that together for one the hardest part for me really of the whole festival the hardest part is waiting (laughs) Uh, because i mean if you have band a and you really want to book them and you you track down their their agent or whatever and you email them and then like (laughs) you don't hear anything (laughs) so then you you can't really do anything if they're like hey yeah we'd love to play well, I, I can't commit to someone else until it's so it's like, how long do I wait for them to answer? And a lot of them never would answer mm-hmm. or or they would or they would say they're busy or whatever. So, but there's always a waiting game, even if it's a week or two. I mean, all right, there's a week or two. I can't do anything exactly. because I'm waiting to see if so and so got my email. And it just <clears throat> it just kind of compounds. And it's hard, too, because you feel like you're the one like it's like the at least at, at this level at the smaller kind of like you know uh diy level of like you kind of feel like they're the ones who have 
you're not like bargaining. There's no bargaining. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So it's no, like, no. and then you're like, okay, so do I email again? Because then what if that annoys them? And they're like, yeah. forget it. But then yeah. there's been so many times where I've done the like, hey, just circling back on this. And then the person is like, oh, my God, so <clears throat> sorry. I completely forgot. Yeah, absolutely. And that gets it rolling. Yeah. So it's just like. And, and, and it's definitely like, I, I, like imposter syndrome. Like, I, I feel like, why would they answer my email? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel that like, hey, hey, I'm an artist. I sell art and I'm I'm planning this festival and we're going to have bands and art. And it's like, I don't know who is this idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but but I feel like it's going to be easier now. Like year one has got to be the hardest year. Like now now we have proof right. like it's a real thing. Like I have photos. I have a whole bunch of positive uh, reviews and, and a little bit of buzz. So um, it's I it's, a, it's a exciting just that we did it. Yeah. This, so. this kind of thing, especially like our studio, always feels a little bit to me like we built a clubhouse in somebody's basement. And it's like, <laughs> and like you putting on this big festival, it's like, I'm going to have all these bands and all my friends and art and we're going to hang out. And then like, it almost feels like a, to me, it's like a, what we do here at Lefto is like the dream I had when I was a kid. So it feels kind of yeah. fake, even though I know it isn't. Yeah. Um, and so, so I totally, I totally get that. But yeah, you, you pulled it off. I was heartbroken to have missed it. I was so excited about it. And we had plans. Um, we were going to reach out to you early on and try to come down and cover it for Lefto. And I wanted to also with mm -hmm. my, like I said, I've, I've said my Jersey podcast a hundred times this, this episode, but um, I wanted to try to link up with you guys for that too. I forget why I wasn't in town, but anyway. Um, well, it, w it was kind of miserable there. I mean, everybody had a good time, but it was 98 degrees <laughs> in, in May, which was just, it was awful. <laughs> I mean, that part of it, I, I don't think, um, I don't think anybody else was as hot as me because I was You're running. Right, of course. But I did. I did stop in the middle at some point and take a cold shower. And there was a shower. <laughs> You're like, I gotta. <laughs> but um, it, it was a lot of fun though. Um, and just it's still kind of weird to think about like that we actually did it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's um, amazing, especially as it yeah. just being like like you said a thing where you're like I want to do this thing and then you, I mean, it's yeah. A, uh, I'm I'm very um like i guess it's part of my add or so i'm very like spontaneous like i mean i did think about it for a while but then like it just clicked one day i'm like all right i'm doing yep. it let's go like i caught i booked the place and just once you had it in your head that was it right yeah, yeah. yeah um so. and you are it's going to be yearly is that the plan well it was in may it's not going to be this may we're moving it to the fall uh, we do have a tentative date of september 30th for the sequel um it is at a different location, but it's not confirmed yet. We just got to, um, we have a, we have a verbal agreement, but, but we, we, I want to announce as soon as possible, <laughs> as soon as I can, I will. Uh, I'm very excited about the venue. I wish I could say more. <laughs> I was hoping to hear something before the podcast, but, but it's, I, we'll keep folks posted and we'll share and um, be happy to have you back closer to the, the actual date when you've got oh, some sure. bands yeah. locked down yeah. for it and all that we can talk about. Can you tell me where it is, though? And I'll cut it out. I promise. I promise. I promise. I'll cut it. <laughs> Hell yeah. That place rolls. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, just, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. We're going to throw an awesome event there. I, I know it. So uh, just got to go and just sign some contracts and stuff with them and get that done. Hopefully, like, in the next week or two. Yeah, so. That's cool. Do you want yeah. me to... um? 
what I can do if you want, I can cut all of that or I can bleep out the part where I, where you say the name so people can just hear how genuinely excited I am by the location. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Th- that? That's fine. Okay. You can do that. Absolutely. So yeah, listeners, I, I know you don't, but wait till you hear, you're going to be stoked. It's, it's great. I, I'm, I'm, I'm super happy about it. So, um, I do feel like, um, a little bit of almost guilt just that we are moving it because, <laughs> A lot of people like the first location, but um, there was, and it was a great spot. Mm-hmm. And we may do other events there at some point. I was just going to say, yeah, there's nothing wrong with branching out. Yeah, yeah. And if it, people like it so much, they should have their own event there. Nobody's stopping them. That is a good point. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. <laughs> but um, so, so we'll, we'll see. But the, we just found it wasn't, we weren't unhappy there. They were actually very good to us, but we just found somewhere that made sense uh, business-wise mm-hmm. and I think is better for the future of the event. So. It's it's hard. It can be tricky. I think the luckiest thing is to be able to do something like this as like a little, you know, when it's not just your hobby, but it also makes it hard when you have to bring your kind of business brain into something you really love. But it's yeah. those are like kind of like good problems to have, I think, you yeah. know. And yeah, all you did is bring attention to, it was the 4-H Fairgrounds in Mullica Hill, right? Yeah. As a yes. place that is yeah. open to hosting cool stuff, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Yeah, I had a couple of people reach out to me asking for information about um, booking it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's def- definitely a cool spot. It has a lot of potential. It's huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had uh, seven bands. We had, I think, six or seven food trucks and 120 artists. So. Whoa, I didn't realize. I mean, I knew you had a lot of uh, artists there. I didn't realize it was that many. Yeah, we had 120. and That's um, amazing. Yeah, yeah I was, for, for year one, I mean, 100 was my goal. <laughs> um, anything under 100 just financially would have really hurt me. <laughs> But um, but but 120 was good. I I could have used another 80, but I'm I'm happy. With I, I just can't imagine the logistics of organizing all of that your first time yeah. out. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I do have two partners that that I hooked up with early. Just two good friends of mine, uh, Christina and Christian. And I would not have been able to do it without them. Um, I'm like an idea guy and like a like a action guy i guess I, I don't know like i'm I'm fine like getting my hands dirty mm-hmm. and just doing whatever i have to um she's more christine is more like the uh organized and planning person and christian he's a business guy he's a legal guy so we all we all kind of work well together here. that's that's smart see kitsy and i my the really left of the dial was was kitsy's baby and i kind of just kept getting in the way until they said fine you can come help out and then i took over the podcast and now I stole it. Yeah, exactly. Now I have run everything. But um I think the two of us are both like we'll sit around and be like, wouldn't it be cool if and what we need is somebody to kind of rein us in a little bit. So it's good to it's good to have that, I think. We're figuring it out here. We should talk about another song. Yeah. Let's Sorry, I forgot about the songs. Sorry, <laughs> this is good though. Really I mean if this is really what I asked you here for, but we got to talk about music too. Yeah. Okay, so let's listen to um, Scotch Bonnet's cover of Royals by Ward.
wasn't super familiar with on my own. I think they were the one I was least familiar with coming into this. 
Yeah, they were kind of um, – I, I had never heard of them. And I saw went and saw the Slackers in Philly okay. in December of last year. And um, they opened for them, and I was just very impressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I just was like, oh, we got to get them. We got to get them. So, and we did. So um, very, very excited they can make make it up from Baltimore. And uh, the the song Royals you just heard, I'm sure you're familiar with. Um, it's a great all, – all their stuff's good. I, I thought that was a good one for us to feature just because I, I feel like Scott always has such a good history of, of perfecting, like, songs. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Covers. Yeah, so that one kind of stuck out to me, but all this stuff's great. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you picked this one for sure. It also did it made me want to go listen to more of their stuff and be like, yeah, what what does you know, how does their spin kind of play on this song? And um, they do a couple of really fun. I I talk about I'm kind of obsessed with covers, and like, mm. um, that's really how take today. I've I've only been you know friendly with the band for a little while but i've known about them forever just because they're a south jersey band and but Mm -hmm. it was really their jawbreaker cover that um made me kind of fall in love with that band and i like a perfect cover for me is one that you can still hear the original in it you can tell that the band loves the song but they've got their own spin on it definitely yeah they they make it their own exactly really special Mm -hmm. Yeah, but but you I, can I, tell. I agree with you. Yeah, um, and they do a couple of little things with the with the backing vocals and um, that that I thought was really fun. I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's a cool kind of, especially for a song like Royals that everybody has heard mm-hmm. a million times. To make it kind of like original and cool and feel fresh is, I don't think, an easy task. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're also I mean they're they're great to listen to on Spotify or whatever and I I, I guess I could kind of say this about any of the bands we have but they're just an awesome live band mm-hmm. you know so, some bands just bring energy live you know and they're definitely one of them um, I'll definitely go see them anytime they're around I've even considered heading down the Baltimore <laughs> for a couple of their shows but so I, sometimes I know when my wife's gonna. <laughs> not be <laughs> so i don't even ask <laughs> sometimes it's good to have someone to rein you in a little bit though yeah like, yeah ex- exactly ba- so. yeah baltimore's just the littlest bit too far i think for for me anyway for <laughs> yeah I hear you. it depends it depends but um did, did you have, go to the um the um uh, this is not cory festival last year no i think i was on the road oh. for that too okay yeah right. Well, um, the singer for the Scotch Bonnets, Kristen Forbes, she did. Um, she's also goes by Lady Hatchet. She she did like a little solo acoustic oh. thing there outside too. So that was cool. I thought that was worth mentioning. Lady uh, Hatchet is a cool name. That is, yeah, isn't it? That rules. It's like a roller derby name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she she's good people. Um, and and their bass player Jade Tremba, she has uh, some solo stuff too. That's also worth checking out. I'll link to all of that in the show notes for sure. Talking about, you know, you said like these are all bands who bring great live shows, which um, is great considering you book them for a live event. And you've just been mentioning as you've gone through, are these, did you make it a point to see everybody live before you booked them? Or is that just something that kind of. Um, I didn't make <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess there's a couple ways to answer that. I, th- I think I love any excuse to go see a band. Like, <laughs> oh, I want to book them. I better go see them. So, so I guess there's that. And um, 
I don't know. I think I just got excited about it. Like, you know, here's a band I'm, I'm either booking or could book. Like, I, I just want to see them. I just like live music. So, um, yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> I think one of my um, one of my favorite parts when Scotch Bonnets played live was one of their one of the band members. I I don't know the name of the instrument he plays. It's like a little. It's like a small keyboard, but you blow into it. Do you know what that is called? Is it a melodica? I have no idea. Maybe. Well, any, anyway, one of one of the band members sings and plays that. And um, now my photographer bailed. He just never showed up. And we, and we were like, name names. Second. I'm kidding. You don't have to name names. <laughs> and we were like so busy. It was like the first band played. And I think we're on the second band. And I realized I'm like, where's the photographer? And I made a couple calls and he wasn't coming. And <laughs> so I ended up becoming the photographer also, you know, because I, I wasn't doing anything. So I used my iPhone to be the, the photographer. Honestly, like. That's... And I did. I, I did. OK. I, guess. I was looking at um, pictures from the gallery. They're all pictures that you. That you took on John Rue's website. Um, yeah, the oh, 90 percent yeah. of them are from myself. Well, you crushed it then. So I so I'm running around the concert and and the whole fairgrounds and the artists trying to take pictures in between my other responsibilities and uh, I had went right before the Scotch Bonnets went on I had asked him I said is it okay if I come on stage and take photos mm-hmm. while you're playing and he just looked at me and he said we demand it <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a good laugh and, and it just kind of I, I just love that. I love that energy. Like, yeah. you know, just like we demand it, like get up here. Like, and, and, and it helped. Like it gave me a little confidence, yeah. you know, cause I feel like an idiot walking up on the stage uh-huh. taking pictures, but as the photographer, you, you need to do that. So um, I, I just, I just thought that was funny and, and they played a great set and kind of like, like all the bands there, I was excited because, and I'm still happy with, people coming up to me later like oh the scotch bonnets like mm-hmm. they were awesome i listened yeah, to them cool. that, like just to be able to expose people to music that i like like is is really cool yeah so I, I told don the drummer uh from take today later i said this was all a big bruise just to like make people listen to my music <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's that's all i mean that's all this podcast is are the before i took over as host the um the sort of tagline was we talk about records we love. It's become a our project has become a much bigger thing. But I mean yeah. that's I just want you want you want them to at least be exposed to it. Yeah. They might not like it. Yeah. Know, everyone has different things, but but chances are I mean there's so much out there. There's so much you could miss. So mm-hmm. it's cool just to be able to show somebody something and maybe they feel something from it and and you know that then that's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's it's so fun. It feels so good when you're like when you know that yeah. somebody else loves a thing that you love too, because yeah. that they wouldn't yeah. have known about before. Cause it's like, yeah. yeah. Now, now you get to also have this thing. Do you want to talk a little bit about your, um, your art specifically while you're here? Yeah, we can, if you want. <laughs> yes. I would love to. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not very good at, at self-promotion. It's something I always forget, but um, <laughs> well, let's do I it. Do- I just feel like a salesman. No, I don't like it, but but it but it's I, it's necessary. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, so I do digital art mostly, just because the convenience of of carrying an iPad mm-hmm. in my bag as opposed to um, paint. <laughs> you know, uh, I do like to paint in acrylics 
and and uh, I like sculpture. I do all kinds of stuff, but the majority of stuff I do is digital right now. Um, it, stickers is my big thing. Like stickers is my ninety um, percent of what I do. It sounds weird and childish, but it's, I don't think anybody. <laughs> lis- everyone loves stickers. I was just gonna say I don't think anybody listening thinks that sounds weird and childish. Yeah. I promise. So. But um, yeah, it, if I was in the studio, I would have came in with a handful of stickers. So I will give you some when I see you. Some Please. when I see. Yeah. Are you going to the cat light Friday? Show? Yeah. Friday, I will have stickers. I will absolutely. We have a. This is it's like we have a sticker bin in our green room that bands leave stickers. It's like one of my favorite things. Um, yeah. I'd love nice. to uh, to drop some in there for folks for sure. Um, I'm I'm looking if you uh, South Street Art Mart is that a good place to point people or do you want me to point people to your specific um you can either go south street art mart or um i do have an etsy shop there's not much in there right now just because i'm reorganizing some things most of my stickers are not in there all i i I basically have t-shirts in there now i do t-shirts too but um most of my stickers are available at south street art mart which is all on my uh link tree there yeah south street art mart um very very cool yeah they're 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 great they really are um so yeah i got i i have a couple prints there and i don't do prints too much just because i'm i'm lazy (laughs) it's more work because i have to package them and stuff like i have like stacks and stacks of prints that i have to like package and get ready but stickers are are easier (laughs) that's why stickers is good people like them it's like it's a couple dollars and it's it's easy for me so and it's such a fun way to like i i put them on everything and i have like a drawer just full of them and i'm like eventually i'm gonna find the perfect place for this one sticker yeah um i'll often buy two of a sticker because i'm like this is the one i'm saving for something special you know i i was gonna ask if you have sticker anxiety a lot of people won't stick them which it's annoying, to me, but I get it. <laughs> well, that's why I really will. I'll, I'll buy. I'll buy multiples, yeah. and then I don't have to right. worry about it. Can well, that, that's good because th- that's what part of how um, what I'm doing in my Etsy shop is because of the increased fees and shipping and stuff. Like I would, I would have to sell a sticker for like nine dollars mm-hmm. to make a dollar, right. and, it, and people would buy them. I just feel like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's I like think, why would you buy that? Because <laughs> I think people understand that it's not that. Like yeah. it's. Oh, just the nature of the thing makes it hard to be kind of your own business. I think people get yeah. that. Yeah, I guess so. But no, I'm, I'm basically, I'm going to convert everything to, you get like three or four stickers. Like I'm going to do packs. That's really smart. So, so I, it's just the, um, having the time to sit there. I, I mean, I have 120 stickers, so to uh, at least 120 designs now. So then I just got to relist them all. It takes a while. So that's why my Etsy isn't, uh, too crowded with stuff but I'll, I'll get it back up eventually but right now the art mart is the best place to, to get my stuff and there's there's a ton of cool stuff here i would list it all but i keep being like oh i'll highlight this one and then i see another cool one you i'll, I'll link go take a look guys you're gonna find stuff that you like can i ask about bernadette yes you can i love bernadette. she's she's everywhere and i love her what's her story uh listeners okay. bernadette is a beautiful possum she is a beautiful deranged possum. <laughs> um, so I have a comic strip I've been working on for a couple years. I, I don't do it constantly, which is why it's been a couple years. Um, the story is called Tim Reaper, a Philly tale. Tim is the son of the Grim Reaper. <laughs> um, and he's dropped in Philadelphia 
as like his training grounds to become a Grim Reaper. Perfect place for it. <laughs> so um, also, also out of laziness, I instead of drawing the backgrounds, I use photographs of, of Philadelphia this for the background. genius. I was looking and, at it. It's don't. I mean, if it's out of laziness, it's out of laziness. Don't tell people that because <laughs> I well, mean, tell people a, what you want. But it's such a cool. I, it, it's, I mean, it's I guess I guess laziness isn't the right word. Because <laughs> actually, it's a lot more work when I when I need a specific that's photo a that really I don't good have, point. You got to go and I have it. to go and I have to go to the city just to get a photo. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of annoying, but but I love the process. I'm taking my time with it. Um, I, I just did some stuff in the city for it yesterday, but basically um, without spoiling too much of the story, it's, it does start off. Like if, you can read it for free on Instagram. If you go to Tim Reaper, a Philly tale and I'm posting it as I create it. So you start at the beginning of my feed and scroll backwards and you can read it as I make it. So I think I got like maybe 20 chapters. So each, each chapter is 10 pictures. It's a brilliant, like, I just, I, I didn't realize that that's where Bernadette came from. Um, yeah. I saw her in there, but I haven't read the whole thing. I was like, yeah. I came upon it and uh, yeah. it's such a smart, like, I'm surprised more people aren't using Instagram like that. It's such a cool, cause yeah. you're limited, the kind of limitation of the 10 uh, yeah. Like, yeah. slides for lack of a better word. Uh, yeah, but, but, format but, but is really it, cool. It, but it gave me an easy like format. Yeah. To do it, you know? I can do 10. All right. Well, that's what I'll do. I'll do 10 at a time. So I tell it and I try to get at least one joke in if I can in the <laughs> 10 and, and kind of push the story along. It started off kind of like I had no clue what I was doing with it. <laughs> and now I have a, the story like written in my head. I, mm-hmm. I got to fill in some spots, but I think it's actually going to be pretty good. Like, which it was just kind of like a hobby in the beginning, but now it's kind of like became a passion. But but back to Bernadette. So Tim, I'm sorry, I get off track. No, please. Tim's father, when he drops him off, Tim's father is the Grim Reaper. Um, he gives him like this potion that he's supposed to give to a horse so he can like, that'll be his like partner. So um, he doesn't want it. He throws it in the trash. Tim's a terrible Grim Reaper, by the way. He, he wants nothing to do with it. So he throws it in the trash and there's a, a possum who drinks it <laughs> and she's given special abilities. And um, that's Bernadette. That's the birth of Bernadette. And they have like an inseparable bond. And um, she's also like a deranged lunatic. But, I mean, you have to read the story, but but it, it's cool. She's she's like a fan favorite. The, sto- the story is becoming more about Bernadette <laughs> than Tim Reaper. But but that's that's OK. So. Yeah, stories go where they want to go. Yeah, but but in the grand scheme of things, without saying too much, Tim is going to accidentally fall into like street art and um, um, that culture and and music and um, just kind of find find his way in in, in a weird way in, in a lot of weird ways. It's like a, a rough odd metaphor for me. Like, <laughs> just um, kind of he just kind of. It's supposed to do one thing, but he falls in love with something else. And, and then there's a lot of weird shit in between. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people can relate can relate to that. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's 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 really fantastic. I will I'll link to that as well. Uh, and I can't I really encourage uh, listeners to check it out. It's very cool. I think I know I already said I, this, but the format is and, so interesting to me. And, and I hope to have it done in about a year. Oh. If I'm thinking like 
Now, I, I've said that before, and then I add parts to the story <laughs> so it gets longer. But I'm hoping in about a year, then I can work on formatting it to publish it. And I'll do like a very, like, I'm not trying to be in a comic book business, <laughs> but but I, I am going to do it to Reaper comic book and just kind of probably like a pre-order and uh, just for like the people that follow it, maybe get 100 copies or whatever and see, see what happens. So. Very cool. I, I Yeah, I think that's that's uh that's just a very cool thing um you mentioned street art and another thing i wanted to ask you about um is you had uh yourself and then a handful of other at john Roo, uh graffiti artists right making yes. art on on the grounds like kind of in real time can you talk a little bit about that that's something else i thought was really fascinating yeah you know that was really amazing because i i had actually thought of that like um with like, you, we just threw so many ideas out. Like, how can we make this festival different? What, what can we do to stand out? And that was one of the things we listed, and I loved it. But I'm not a graffiti artist. I mean, I'm, I'm learning. So um, it was kind of just put on the back burner. And then um, this artist, Siv, uh, Siv S-I-V, I think, it, I think his Instagram is Siv underscore art or just Siv art. Um, he reached out to me and said, like, hey, we do a graffiti wall and he's a construction guy he's like i'll build the wall buy the material <laughs> it, it was perfect i was like dude for real like that was like it was awesome it just worked out so just reached out to a few people on social media and um it, it, it worked out well they did an amazing job again i felt bad because it was where we had them set up <laughs> it wasn't any shade and it was 100 degrees <laughs> well you can't it, plan but, um, for 100 degrees in may i know it's I, it gets hot here earlier and earlier but that's crazy yeah you couldn't have. yeah I, I i spent about a year preparing and just thinking every day don't rain right, don't rain right, exactly don't rain and not once did i think don't be 98 degrees yeah and it was but <laughs> <laughs> but y'all did um, it so yeah, but that's that's just another cool. I've just noticed a lot of um, stuff that you get involved with, not just with genre, but seems to be very like uh, kind of like community driven and highlighting mm -hmm. things that don't often get kind of like light shine on them the way that they should. I think um, I think people are are kind of like less stuffy about street art in general, especially in Philly and, and in this area yeah. of all places. But it's still something that I don't think the general public often thinks of as a legitimate art form which is i mean obviously you would agree doesn't make sense yeah. is you know yeah kind of really short-sighted i think but well i i think i i have a particular fondness for just creatives mm -hmm. whether you're it's spray paint or fine art or sculpture or or even like even the cr crafts <laughs> like if you're just creating and doing something you enjoy and it takes a it takes a lot to put yourself out there, yeah. and try to sell stuff, or even just show people stuff. Like, I just I just want to be a part of supporting that, you know. And I, I don't care what your thing is. I might not <laughs> even like your art, but if you're if you like it and it brings you happiness and you want to share it, then let's go, let's do it. So oh, yeah. that that was kind of the mentality we're talking. I mean, I do love the graffiti art, but <laughs> and it's hard. It's, it's hard as hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was at Graffiti Pier yesterday doing some stuff for, for the comic strip. And um, I hope to, in the next, actually, before this airs, I'll, I'll probably have the next chapter oh, out. Cool. But uh, I'm working on it. So it's it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like you're working in, what, three, like, 
because it's the digital art plus the photography plus you've got to think about the the format like Instagram yeah. right because then you're even yeah. limited just in the shape and yeah that's a lot yeah that's- yeah and the photography's uh, it, it kind of seems like the simplest one but it's probably the hardest because so much scheduling like you know I, I get a full time job mm-hmm. I get the business I got two kids I get a wife so for me to just get over to the city and it not be raining or like there's a lot of things that can ruin it and sometimes like um like in the comics someone's having a conversation but i only took the picture from one way and it's like like, i I need i need to flip it around now for the conversation (laughs) and like i so i'm digging through hundreds of photos trying to find one i can now i'm getting better at it now once i find a spot where i know i'm going to use i just take like a hundred pictures like all, you, all the way around you're like you know? a, it's almost like you're like a kind of filmmaker you're like what kind of coverage am i going to need for the edit yeah. later yeah that's fascinating yeah. so and and from a personal perspective it's very cool for me because as tim is learning his way through the city so am i yeah. but sometimes i mean sometimes i go with specific intent like i need to go to graffiti pier but sometimes i'm like i'm just gonna go and just see what i see you know, and that those are really the funnest days when I'm just kind of wandering around. Yeah, <laughs> so, and there's so much to see, like street art, oh, yeah. and it's like it, it, there's some really amazing murals, murals and stuff that it's like I would have never saw this. Like this is wild, yeah. and it, sometimes they're in like weird spots. It's mm-hmm. like I don't know. It's just cool. I, I definitely recommend on a nice day just go over to Philly if if you, you're not from Philly and just just wander around. <laughs> And take pictures and send them uh, to Josh so he's got stuff to work with. <laughs> yeah, right. And a lot of a lot of what I do in in my business and stuff um, will loosely tie into the comic strip too. I may I may there I have a couple of different ways where I may bring John Aru into it. I don't know. We'll we'll see. <laughs> see. Let's let's. Uh, I really I could talk to you about Tim Reaper all night. Let's. But well. Here's a here's a good segue. Um, let's talk about uh, the ice cold killers.
The Ice Cold Killers, yeah. Um, I had not heard of them. A, a friend referred them to me that knew them personally, and I checked them out, their, their music online, and just reached out to them. That They were great to work with. Uh, man, they rocked. They, they were they, – they were – I hate to sound – like a, a broken record but just live man they were an epic live band they were so good um that's definitely i mean we want to keep it fresh every year and bring new people but i i, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw them out in another <laughs> genre but, um, they really brought a lot of energy have you um yeah they're a band um they're from is it the new york area yeah, right yeah. You can, I mean, you can, if I had to guess just based on their sound, that would be my guest. I think my guest, my guess. Um, I think they kind of really feel that way. They also sound like a band who, if you told me they were from 95, I'd believe you. If you told me that their first album dropped yesterday, I'd believe you. They just have this really like classic, just kind of like, like you said, they rock just like this kind of like it, it, rock and roll. Just- it's just punchy in the face, like rock. Like I don't. I guess they're hardcore, but it just it doesn't matter. They're just just very very good, the high energy, um, just just great stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was kind of uh, blown away just the little bit again. Um, Ice Cold Killers. I think I must have checked out based on when you started advertising who was going to be playing because I was uh, slightly familiar with them, but I don't know how else I would have come a across them myself um but yeah just a really kind of like solid you can tell to me it sounds like you can tell that they're having a good time playing if that makes sense like it's just kind of and they really i mean they they played last they were the last band we had it was like at the end of a long hot day so um (laughs) i know people were tired but it was great to have that that energy at the end and i i kind of looked at the bands that we did get and we we did get a good variety mm-hmm. and different sounds yeah and it was just a perfect way to finish mm-hmm. like like just just with with some adrenaline at the end you know uh, really rounded everything out so yeah it is really um impressive overall that just with a handful um of bands that you had that you did cover so many uh yeah. genres it really was something there for everybody i feel like well and, and I mean, on one hand, sometimes I do refer to it as a, a, a punk festival or a punk show, but not that there's anything wrong with like Mohawks and, <laughs> and, and the cliche punk rock. That's fine if that's your thing. But to us, it's it's to us, punk rock is just being yourself, mm-hmm. inclusivity and doing your own thing. And, and every one of our artists is different as they were. To me, they all fit in that, yeah. you know. They all fit in that that criteria where they had their own original sound and and just just um, that was kind of the way we looked the way I looked at just booking the bands. Yeah, I think I was ex- expecting, um, or I don't. I guess I don't know what I was expecting. I try not to <laughs> expect anything ever, mm-hmm. um, but it was interesting to listen to these songs back to back and be like, oh yeah, they really are so different. Yeah. Um, but but it still felt like it was really like thoughtfully curated. So I think that's a yeah. that's a tricky line to walk and a cool uh, balance. And I like the idea that like you know somebody going to John Aru, um 
you know, maybe they're like, oh, I already know Take Today in a Float because I'm from South Jersey, right? But then you've got yeah. four or five other acts that you get to kind of fall in love with while you're there or, mm-hmm. you know, h- however you kind of like found your way in. Um, yeah. That's very cool. And, and because it was such a long event, I mean, yeah, you need time for sound for sound setup and everything for each band. But we left at least 30 minutes between each band where we just had music playing where I, I made a playlist. Um, you can actually search John Rue on, on Spotify and my, the playlist is there, which, which is just the music we had playing. I had some good bedtime records bands oh, yeah. on there. I, I did get a couple compliments on that. So. <laughs> I'll drop a link to the playlist in yeah. our show notes too. Check that out. If uh, you want to, uh, yeah. If you like these five that we're going to talk about today, yeah. obviously. I do. I do. I do got to update the list though, because I want, I, I got to put the John Rue bands on there. Uh-huh. I didn't put them on because it was the music in right. between, but. I meant to put them on. I'll get to that at some point. (laughs) This has been a blast. We only have one artist left, but before we get into it, do you want to let folks know, like you talked about Tim Reaper and we know you're, you're thinking about John Aru um, coming up next year. Is there anything else you want to point folks to let them know where they can follow you and all that stuff too. Um, Okay. On, uh, on Instagram, you can follow, if you want to follow my comic strip, it's Tim Reaper of Philly Tale. Uh, you can follow my business is Rose Bear Arts. Um, that's named after my two two daughters' uh, <laughs> nicknames. I kind of get that question a lot, uh, Rose and Bear, oh, Rose Bear I, Arts. I love that. Aww. And then um, what else? Um, on Facebook, I, I hate Facebook, but <laughs> I'm on there. <laughs> but jo- you can go, oh yeah, uh, John Rue, Rose Bear Arts. Tim Reaper's not on Facebook, just uh, John Aru and Rose Berards. And then John Aru is on Instagram. I forgot to mention that. So, um, and I am on TikTok. I don't put much on there, but um, my TikTok handle is Tim Reaper. And then there's a TikTok for John Aru, which um, I hope to get more content on there. Maybe when I have a real photographer. <laughs> um, I mean, JohnAru.com. Um, we, I guess we haven't updated it much. Christina put some photos up. Um, once we get things announced for for the sequel for John Aru two, whatever, well, we're gonna call it something clever. I, I have um, a couple ideas, but I kind of want to change the name a little bit every year just to make it each one like something like an individual. Will it be? Like, are you thing. thinking John Aru colon something different, or are you thinking it's not John Aru? No, it's no, no. Okay, I was like, you can't let that no, go. No, it's like, perfect. No, no, <laughs> it's gonna be John Aru. I'm just thinking of like. Um, like movie titles or yeah. something like 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 um i don't know i can't i'm not gonna say anything yeah. because i might use it. <laughs> yeah save them, but i got you i got you i just i can't believe we made it an hour and we haven't talked about what a perfect name genre is I just... oh good i'm I'm glad you like it i i get like 95 percent fe- good feedback on it Who's... and then people some people hate it but... you know <laughs> i don't i don't want to know those people what do you mean it's well, perfect we're... Well, we're in well. It was in South Jersey, and, and we used the word John. So. <laughs> I think South Jersey, and I won't say this. I can say this here at Left of the Dial. I won't say this on my Jersey podcast. But like, we're kind of a Philly suburb in a lot of ways. I think it's okay. Yeah. We're allowed. <laughs> like, I feel, I feel like we're like the like annoying little brother of Philadelphia. Yes, like, I think you it's know, okay. like. like it's our job to take some of the cool stuff from Philly and pretend like it's ours too. I think that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, and and they get to use our shore, our beaches. So that's a good point. That's such a good point. You, 
you you uh you get to use our beaches we get to like pretend we're kind of from philly. yeah i get to say i'm from right outside of philly when i'm in the midwest and i don't feel like being like oh i live in it's a town right outside of camden you know camden is right outside of philly <laughs> like i don't have to do that so that's a trade-off that's a really good point thank you i appreciate that um i'm gonna run through our stuff as quick as i can i hate this part but i gotta do it no problem. We're at Left of the Dial FM on Instagram and Left of the Dial PC on Twitter. You can find all of our episodes, our live sessions, interviews, album reviews. So the list goes on. All of that stuff is at leftofthedial.fm. Listeners, as usual, you can catch me here every week and over at Chris Gethard's New Jersey's The World doing a bunch of different things. Um, we have not announced anything yet, but keep your eye out for December if you miss our live shows. Um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at AQAndreaQ. I think that's everything on my end. Let's talk um, a little bit about our, our last song today, which is Time Traveler by Angelo Outlaw.
how did you get hooked up with uh, Angela Atlow? Angela was um, one of the bands or one of the musicians that reached out to me. Oh, cool. Um, once I, that, that's a whole nother discussion. I was so amazed and just impressed. And, and I, I, I don't know what, like when we announced and started talking about this thing, I had to have 30 to 40 bands reach out That's to me. and I, I couldn't believe it. I like there's, I didn't know there was so much need for mm-hmm. local musician. Yeah. So that kind of fed me too. like, like, Oh, we can like, we, we can help give people opportunities. Like, so that, that's something we're going to be looking to expand, just helping local people and stuff. So Angelo was one of those people. I, I was not familiar with him. Um, he plays the xylophone. He's amazing. I've never, I've never listened to anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I consider myself pretty well rounded with music. I'm kind of all over the place, but not nothing like that. It's it's just very chill, relaxing, um, very good stuff. Also, very good live. Um, very cool. Very 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 cool stuff. It was very happy. He was a pleasure to deal with. Uh, it was his birthday too. So <laughs> he got to play the room on his birthday. That's so. cool. And we, and we got to have him. So it was cool. And he was a, we were talking about the ice cold killers kind of closing out on a high note. He was a perfect opener. Mm. You know? And it, it was a real like kind of moment for me just because, you know, all the setting up, getting all, 120 artists in and getting everybody set up and dealing with problem solving and all. And then like some time's going by, you're running around. And then when the live music started, which was him, it was just, I don't know, it was a moment where it's like, oh, wow like this is happening yeah like, we did i'm having a i'm having a show <laughs> I'm doing I don't know, it. It, was, it was crazy you know I, i've been to a thousand shows in my life and now i was part of it mm-hmm. and it just uh it was just important an important moment for me so. yeah and he's i mean he's doing something that i mean i like you said it's it, i've never really heard before in this way like I was thinking about how cool it must have been I'm glad you said that to have been there seeing somebody like this play this kind of music Mm -hmm. live it's so interesting and this song in particular time traveler he doesn't have a ton of stuff online um, that I could find but time traveler it's such a perfect title too because it's like it I was like this this guy came in from like outer space or something it's so (laughs) different and it's so cool and it's so like uh, intricate but yeah, he's a percussionist who comes through like a, I think like um, a background in like drumline kind of stuff, which is really cool. Oh. Uh, so that that makes sense. Um, and and it's a perfect example of I don't know if Angela has ever been called punk rock, but, <laughs> but to but to me it's like the the, the punkest thing ever. Yeah. Like, he's like I'm I'm gonna play the xylophone and I'm gonna be really good at it. <laughs> yeah, and it's right. awesome. Take it or leave it. You know, it's, it's very it impressed me. Yeah, very, very cool. I love, I love that. That's exactly, that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, I will post a link to the article um, that I found this in because I want to share it and forgive me because um, um, I just want to read a little bit of um, what they said about him, which was, or what they said about Time Traveler, which is it's a a cosmic, funky journey replete with chimes, operatic vocals, and of course, Angelo Outlaw's intricate vibraphone melodies over top an undeniable drum and bass groove, um, which is like, I mean, it's exactly right. And then the B-side to that, Silent Horizon, is also a great song. Check that one out. Um, 
And that one they uh, describe as a uh, contemplative slow burner, which by its conclusion, waterfalls into a hazy euphoria, which is just like it. Hazy euphoria is exactly. Someone is a good writer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I don't even I'm just going to read the thing I found because they said exactly. They they did a great job. I want to. I want to touch. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Hazy euphoria. It's also like. If I were still in school, this would be the music I'd be studying to because it's like yeah. very chill, but it's not it's not going to put you to sleep. It's like also very energetic and in a weird mm-hmm. kind of way that both of those things work. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's a good description of it because it, it is I, I do have trouble describing it because it is very chill, but it's not like it doesn't put me to sleep. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, 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 it keeps your attention. Yeah. You know? yeah. Very well done. That's what I mean about it being like from outer space or a completely different time. It's like, I don't even know. It's hard to even describe it because it is so just original. And yeah, I really, I fell in love with, uh, with Angela outlaw kind of immediately. Um, that's great. And then, then, I mean, that's great just to be able to, to share, you know, yeah. <laughs> just to be able to share, like we were saying earlier, that, that you discovered something you, you might not have ever heard. Yeah, it's my favorite thing about this podcast. Like a lot of times yeah. I'm selfish about it because a lot of times like it's, you know, me and my host being like, oh, I want folks to hear this. But then other times I do stuff like this where I'm like, I'm going to ask somebody on who isn't a musician. I'm going to see what they're listening to because yeah. then I get to find yeah. new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I used to I used to be one a long time ago. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> well, it's yeah. still in you then. No, it is, and and I I do have plans to do something, but it'll be later in, in the comic. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're you're busy making comics and Nostin festivals yeah. and. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Yeah. You're one of those people, though, huh? Always keeping yeah. busy. It's good. Um, I am so excited to hear more about Jonaru Two, uh, whatever it ends up being called. We will keep folks posted on that, um, and. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to? No, I mean, I, I'm good. I, I just want to um, thank you for having me out. I, I want to thank anyone who listened. And um, I really can't wait to tell people about John Aru too. Yeah. And I, I have just um, a lot of good feelings about it. And I have some confidence this year. <laughs> I mean, your, your, your one was like, I mean, I had some enough confidence to do it, but <laughs> But uh, enough, uh, I was smart enough to know I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm stu- I'm stubborn, so. That's, that's... But uh, year two, I'm 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 ready to go. You know, I'm I'm ready to do this. So I just gotta. Uh, the ball's gonna be rolling very soon. Like so. you pulled off something really amazing for your. I mean, f- beyond for it just being your first year. So we can't wait to yeah. see what happens with the next one, and we'll keep folks posted. Yeah. And yeah, thank you so much, like I said, for joining us. This has been so fun. Thank you. Anytime. This has been Left of the Dial. I've been your host, Andrea. Um, Josh Weichman has been my guest. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. And if I don't see you in a long, long while, I try to find you left of the dial, left of the dial. Yeah.